Hey guys, this is Two Day Hangover with Hannah Elson, a podcast that streams every Monday with topics ranging from navigating post-grad, how to live a damp lifestyle, and general advice from a mid-20s gal that's still learning. This podcast is a space to be honest with ourselves, have fun while doing it, and try our best to avoid the two-day hangover. Grab a mocktail and enjoy! Hello everyone, welcome to episode three of season two. As promised, I do have people on the line. People as in my friend Lexi. Hi guys. If she posted more on TikTok, you might just know who she is. But otherwise, now you do. So really excited because we have a lot of kind of like parallels and similarities and just like personality traits and fun little things to talk about. So I thought she'd be the perfect person to come along and banter with. But I'll let her introduce herself, but essentially Lexi and I know each other technically from college, but we weren't friends. And I think that's like such a beautiful thing about Austin because you can- It brings everyone together. It truly does. But okay, hi. Hi. Um, Yeah, hi guys. I am Lexi. I, like Hannah just said, went to the University of Wisconsin-Madison with her. Go Badgers. Go Badge. I moved to Austin May 2021 and kind of didn't have friends for a little bit and uh, then went to a happy hour with Hannah and we've been besties ever since. <laughs> but yeah, we didn't know, we, we, we didn't really, we had like the same guy friend group in college, mm-hmm. but we didn't really ever talk. I don't ever know if I ever talked to you. Yeah, probably just like in the KK bathroom. Yeah, that's, something yeah, like literally, that. probably. That's all. like I knew you were friends with Ella. That's like kind of it. Yeah, I knew Vivi. Yeah. Me and Vivi had a class together. There you go. Yeah, that, that that's the backstory there. But and yeah. so, yeah, I think that that's, again, kind of like what I was saying, the beauty of the post-grad life. And if you feel like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with this, but if you feel like you haven't branched out really, you can even kind of like reconnect relationships that you wouldn't have expected to form I guess because sometimes especially in college you're kind of stuck in your group and you don't think like oh well if we weren't friends in college we won't be friends now so don't ever hold yourself back from reigniting people you were like acquaintances with because that's some of the best friendships can be formed fact (laughs) but okay so Lexi also is like super super independent and organized and yeah just I'm honored over here (laughs) you're welcome and so I really really like just like the way that she has like moved forward with her life so I wanted her to give I wanted her to give us some advice when it comes to like budgeting which is a little boring I know but I really like the way she explains it so I'm gonna make her do that in the end so if you're interested stay on for that because I'm when I move to New York I'm actually gonna start listening to her advice and everything like that because I sort of act like a little immature when it comes to that but that's okay we just all need to be financially independent girlies yeah literally but okay so I feel like what's been extra relevant for me and you probably can tell based on my content lately which like I always feel like I have to apologize for if like my confident or my content's getting repetitive but it's really just because I like to post about whatever is like most relevant in my life at the moment Mm -hmm. and that for me is I feel like I've had to like kind of restart healing but I feel like also they always say like restart as many times as you want so there's nothing wrong with that to start off like with that conversation because like I said Lexi has some interesting takes on it so that's why I wanted to talk about it specifically with her but she also is incredible when it comes to like responding to dms or (laughs) (laughs) making the first move so literally if you're of the 0.5% of males who watch this and we've ever talked, just know that Please Lexi mute. probably sent my message. No, but like really she has a talent in, what's it called? Chat GP? <laughs> Chat GPT. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. So Lexi's going to start a company or maybe we shouldn't yeah um, yeah this is me like uh, patenting my idea but um welcome to down in the dms yes with lexi it's like 
It's like, do you remember how in the like, newspapers, not to sound like so <laughs> millennial here, but in the newspaper, they would have like, ask, like, ask Sally. Yes. And you would like send in things to the newspaper that yes. you wanted to like advice on. Yeah. That's like that's, Nick Vile kind of does that on his podcast. Well, this is my 2023 20, <laughs> version of yes. Ask Lexi. So theoretically on this app with chat G, (laughs) you would be able to write like, hey, this guy just sent me this, would I respond in DM? And Lexi would come in through the AI and respond. (laughs) It's a genius idea. I mean, like, I literally, like, I don't see anything wrong with it. Well, she she literally received her date because we were walking on the trail in Austin and she was sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, it's okay. Anyways, we were like walking on the trail and she was like, do I say this? Do I say this? Do I say this? And I was literally like, we had seen him for actually 10 minutes the night before. And I literally was just like, it wasn't much to work with. N- n- see, yeah, there's yeah. nothing to work with there. And I just said, say, when am I going to see you again? Like so basic, no thought needs to go into it. For another example, we were we were out on, on Thursday playing shuffleboard with our friends and I matched with this guy on Raya, and I was like, "Do I?" I'm looking at his profile, I'm like, what can I say? He has a cute dog. He lives in another state because Raya just doesn't ever want to put people that, not that are you, you you're near. Your, yep. I literally just said, when are we ending this long distance relationship? Cute, boom. fun, flirty, boom. And they think it's funny, so just yeah I will say I am at a 50-50 win and lose ratio with the so when am I gonna see you again (laughs) (laughs) I did send that exact message and get ghosted but this year and for the foreseeable future I really do prioritize on making the first move because I think there's like no actual rule book in it so it's like as much as we joke about like what to respond in the dms it's actually like mostly us reaching out first because I feel like we just kind of are reinvigorated and it's like what's the worst thing that happened they ghost you you just find another that's yeah I was about to say I think it also like weeds out like like, weak man yeah the weak it really does weed out the weak because one if they don't respond then it's literally the most automatic like okay yeah. on to the next you, i'm usually I'm like not, okay they have a girlfriend yeah i'm not yeah they're, they're already <laughs> talking to like 20 other people yeah. probably He's so busy. <laughs> let him be you know so i don't really care too much like if i don't get responded to and then two if they wanted to make the first move and they're like weak sauce because i made the first move then i don't want them like then i don't want it you know so i think it's yeah. just it, it also shows like we're 10 times more confident. No, definitely. I think it's just like a big sign of like last year versus this year. Oh yeah. Because I feel like it just shows how much more we prioritize like our energy. And when we meet people in the wild, it's because we've put out good energy. And when we kind of make the first move, you by definition are putting out good energy because you're putting out confidence. Any guy would be attracted to that. And like Lexi's about to turn off and weak energy only. Just think of it as a game. Yeah. Like, it really is just a game. The and, game. I mean, until life. it's not, but, like, yeah. right now, like, those first DMs, those walking up to someone at, you know, when you're out, it's just a game. You can never see them again. You can unfollow them. Yeah. It's just... I've been girl bossing too close to the sun with this game, though, because <laughs> I have textual chemistry with this man that we like to call Pinterest man. We've spoken for approximately three minutes in person, <laughs> and so I finally broke the news to him that I was moving. I thought it'd be a hard conversation. He took it pretty well, and so then he's like, okay, we have to meet in person. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I literally tell him to come to the bar last night and then I was just like a little bit sad girl hours and I was just like, it's time for me to go. And then I'm like, okay, I'm leaving. He's like, I just got here. So we'll never see each other again. He wasn't too happy. Yeah, he wasn't too happy. And then I also feel like I, yeah, just kind of been girl bossing too close to the sun with kind of like reaching out. Yeah, can't go to rest of tab as much (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, be careful who you're playing the game with, I would say. Yeah. But, okay, so we're going to test your abilities now. Oh, God, okay. Okay, because 
I asked on my like podcast Instagram and one girl was like honestly I want to know like based on the simple things like what to respond so paint the picture here paint a guy DMs you and he says reaction fire 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 Ugh. what do you do well <laughs> okay yeah I mean this this kind of depends because if he is if he's responding this on my like hinge no on your Instagram on story. my Instagram so honestly, it's already a no for me because I have to say, okay, I'll give, yeah. Sometimes I just like those because I'm yeah. like, come on, give me something to work with here. But okay, say. really, if there was just fire, fire emojis, oh, I'm too confident for this game. <laughs> what, what would you say? I would literally be like, I know. That's good though. <laughs> because you know what? You know why she's getting those? It's because we post the thirst traps. Okay. okay, because they're not deep. It's not that deep. Yeah, post, it's really post not. Post the thirst trap. Like, I, everyone already knows that I'm posting these for to be thirsty. But anyways, also, you can even say, like, just casual, like, I try. Oh, that's good. I've I definitely try. said I try. Okay, round two. What are you doing this weekend? Oh, I, th there's a few different takes I could, I could go for this. Okay, so if I wanted to go on, like, an actual date with the person... Uh -huh. I would be like, I don't know, where are you taking me? Oh. <laughs> That's good. Or like, I don't know, you haven't made our plans yet. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so good. It's a game. You gotta just like Okay. Just like say something funny, flirty. Okay, so what if a guy like too much is just like asking you questions about your life and you like haven't really been able to pivot? Do you just like pivot right away? And you're just like, are we going to take this conversation, you know? Yeah, so I, I don't, like, love, like, the text. I don't like getting to know someone over text. Open um, house. Yeah. And even, like, hinge conversations. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, it's not really my vibe. So I think I've said, oh, I can answer these questions, like, over drinks. I'd love That's to good. like I'd like love to like have this interview over drinks almost, you know? Not I would not say interview, but like that's kind of yeah. what I'm like leaning towards. So I would just say, Oh, I'll answer that over drinks. You know? Mm. Something like that. Yeah, I like mm -hmm. that. I'm learning. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my best. Sometimes I just like get a little chaotic in responses because I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna see this guy again. <laughs> but like that's honestly a good Nothing mindset to, to have because you're like there's no pressure and it's just a joke. Yeah. You know, sometimes, like, would I say this in person? I don't know. But, like, over a screen, like, it's just my confidence is, like, ten times more probably. It also goes to, like, if you're trying to, like, like hinge prompts. Like, if you're mm -hmm. trying to find, like, I always try, if I'm, I don't, usually I just respond to, like, the people that have, like, liked my hinge. Mm -hmm. But if you're trying to see someone's hinge and draw something to start a funny good combo i would draw towards either the place they're from something funny in a picture that they've posted yeah and i feel like almost what what i said to the raya guy like yeah oh you know or one of my friends actually just used um oh you look like my future ex-boyfriend and they had the funniest conversation and ended up oh, getting drinks that. oh that's great just, it's it's all fun and games yeah, so... Life is too serious. <laughs> Life is way too serious to be thinking for more than yeah. two minutes on how to respond. I agree. And the reason that we <laughs> now think that life is not too serious is because, I don't know if it was clear by this game, but we are both single. <laughs> <laughs> and by choice. Yeah, by choice. <laughs> totally by choice. But... <laughs> We <laughs> have never been heartbroken before. <laughs> yeah. No, we actually both were pretty heartbroken. And we're proud to admit it. Okay? Because we just are. Yeah. And if you <laughs> have never been... You know, it's... it's a, I like to it's make a, it my personality trait. Yeah. Uh, everyone definitely knows about me being heartbroken, probably. I used yeah. to... Actually, like, the first time um, I my boyfriend and I... Or ex-boyfriend and I had broken up, um, I was, like, one of those girls that was... Pinterest quote man thing and I would share like mindset of greatness on my Instagram story and they like all had to do it was like almost like I was I was you're pulling a Khloe Kardashian post Tristan yeah yeah that you know relatable yeah yeah, that, yeah. so um, well at least you don't share every single detail on the internet <laughs> I am out of my Billie Eilish I don't talk 
on the internet, so I might say a few things some days, okay? Okay, you do that. <laughs> They'll probably go viral. I'll let you, I'll let you know, okay? <laughs> Once I'm ready to just let, trickle in, trickle in, trickle in. No, but I think to an extent you also like should leave it and hold, like keep your head held high, but I think a lot of time with getting your heart broken and like kind of reshaping your identity and your self-worth and like what you want in the future is always I guess content so to speak because there's always advice to give out of it and even if it's just like talking with your friends I think there's like a difference between letting it go letting it be and moving forward you can do that with still talking about it like I think when people are like yeah. oh like she's still talking about it. like she's not over I'm like no it's actually like I know that like what I just dealt with is crazy in like xyz yeah. ways and I've also had a crazy situation in college and like I know that you uh, kind of have been able to analyze it and give advice from it too. And when you use situations to give advice, I think it just makes it more like empathetic and sympathetic at the same time. And yeah. I think there's no harm in doing that at all. So that's why we're gonna talk about it a little bit further. I think when like giving advice too and like using my own situations, people always say like never compare situations. Mm -hmm. Just be like, this is what I think of yours. This is what happened to mm -hmm. me. So I kind You're of- really good at doing that. You yeah. know, like this is- the emotions I know I went through during that and I know you might be feeling this way you know yeah. so I just I always like try to relate first and then never like overtake with mine and yeah. I think that's something really important when giving advice is listening first empathizing and then saying I relate because mm. I kind of went through this too and this is kind of what happened to me and how I how, how I healed from it. Yeah. Cuz I feel like my I my my healing is like roller coaster. Yeah, there's a million restarts. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. But I think that another thing that we were talking about this Friday too at dinner that Lexi does that I really learned from is for instance when I told her that I was meeting up with my ex for coffee only short few days ago she was like okay how does that make you feel and she like always starts with that and I think that's really important too because it's like at the end of the day like we can make kind of broad generalizations about healing like okay yes when they come back it's gonna hurt more the second time like you know like that's a generalization that most of the time is true and I saw it myself this week but it's like at the same time every single person assesses and analyzes situations so differently and it's important like when you're talking to your friends and like going through healing yeah even if you feel like you understand fully enough to like give advice always make sure that you're kind of also giving your friend the space to explain and I think a lot of times too sometimes I get so mad at friends for going back to someone because like I'm like oh my gosh I just wish you knew yeah. how amazing you like, are and, like you just you. yeah but at the same time sometimes you have to be like how do you actually feel like talk to me like I can be that person I'm not gonna like waste a ton of energy on it if it's like that toxic and sometimes I give them a little harsh advice because that's just like who I am and I'm honest with that yeah I think it's really important to give that space so I think it's important with me asking that too is at the end of the day there's like a few different points like one you have to learn for yourself mm -hmm. so you reliving the lesson like I, I always say like the lesson doesn't you don't learn the lesson until like until it repeats itself yeah. you know that whole thing so I think you have to like learn especially I mean you your situation you guys were no contact for a while mm -hmm. and so I definitely had to give you grace there because yeah. that was I mean that's hard when they come back but by asking you know how do you feel I, it's not really my place right away to be like no don't do that mm -hmm. you know like I I've been in the situation where they're like no no no, don't speak to him like don't, yeah. don't see him like he's just gonna go down the same road and nine out of ten times it does go down that road and it isn't good but I definitely wish people asked me more you know mm -hmm. how do you feel that he contacted you again like how do you feel because right away it's just like no 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 mm -hmm. and sometimes you you just want to be like you're still comprehending you know mm -hmm. that he reached out that he wants to see you that you guys you know you know that's why yeah. I'm asking how do you feel and no matter in these situations you know, I've had all my friends have, you know, the ex. There's always going to be like a person in your past that's like, at least for a lot of my friends, there's that person. And so when it comes to the friendship that I have with my friends and for them to countlessly listen to me 
complain and vent I also give them grace for listening to me for years and I, I usually will kind of apologize even though that's what we're friends for we're mm -hmm. friends for this even when it's unfortunately toxic at some times right. like they are there to listen and it's just important to just always ask your friends how they're doing first mm -hmm. because it's hard definitely <laughs> and I think also even though and this is like kind of a hot take but even though like nine out of ten times like obviously it goes really poorly I think that sometimes <laughs> I don't really even regret having that conversation this week because I feel like it taught me like a really important lesson about myself mm -hmm. I don't think that anything that he spoke for was like respectful to me at all the positive things honestly knowing what I know now I was able to like disassociate with hearing like an empty promise and knowing it was an empty promise I right away like knew that my ego like wanted to be kind of pampered with a little bit yeah. and like I wanted to hear those in person I understood kind of how my brain was thinking and I was able to sit back and kind of notice how I'm feeling be able to communicate that with friends and I think a win's a win when it comes to that type of lesson when I was in college I used to always lie and like hold it back because mm -hmm. I wasn't in a safe relationship emotionally for how I felt you know like love is supposed to be safe that quote and then I didn't allow myself to have like a safe environment with my friends because it was always toxic because I was lying to them so they yeah. were mad at me mm -hmm. and then instead of like taking a second to learn I would immediately just go with gut reaction gut instinct my gut was not right ever but I didn't have like the safe space to like be able to talk about it you do it to yourself obviously I strongly believe that but also just know that like if you think you're that you're never gonna be there you either live an amazing life and I'm so happy for you or you're probably gonna be there at one point so give your friends some freaking yeah. grace <laughs> give like, your friends grace always okay so beyond that I did make a TikTok about this but we were actually talking about this last week when we were like kind of lightly planning about what we wanted to talk about and like thinking about TikTok trends of healing and everything like that. There's always a different one. They always come back. And another one is like what we have this obsession with like the new girl. And I've lived my little healing journey in just the utmost bliss. I have literally, literally not even bliss. thought about it. But also because my healing journey has been so about myself. So like I was just like, I know he's doing things with other people. Like that's just not my journey. And then like I had one date with someone that he lightly knew and like, shared that because I didn't want him to hear from like another person or whatever when we were on the phone. He didn't give me that grace at all. And so I had to like find out information. What was it? Oh yeah, Friday, which Friday is like obviously, night. yeah, which obviously was difficult. But at the same time, I just like immediately was like, this is done. Cause I then sent a little message and was like, really? And then, <laughs> and then immediately As deleted the would. message, deleted the contact <laughs> and then like was kind of waiting for a response. And the response I got was just very like solidified the feeling of disrespect. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, like that's when I knew, okay, this is time to just block on everything. And it honestly like rebroke my heart because it was like this character that I had made that had helped me heal like with anger was like kind of becoming true. And I was always rooting for this character to like yeah. not be that way, you know? But anyway, so <laughs> essentially the reason it was so hurtful was because I've hung out with this girl with him like many, many times. And I think that's something that unfortunately happens to a lot of people because men love to recycle and <laughs> reduce, reduce, recycle. I don't mean that in a bad way to her. I mean like in the social scenario, like they don't go Which out of their comfort zone. Which is easier because yeah. then they don't have to be confident. Yeah, exactly. they, they already know that the, the introduction's already there. It's just- But it's like, the first instinct is obviously you think about all the times you were dating and you're like, were you looking at oh, her? And around <laughs> them, yeah. And so I have to like stop myself and like, I'm like, I do not even want to go down that obsession road, but like, it is so interesting that that's what we do. So for me right away, I was like, okay, I'm blocking her on everything. She doesn't have the luxury to be able to check in on me. Cause I knew that girl had liked one of my TikToks from weeks ago and I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, cause her roommate doesn't like me much. <laughs> and so I just thought I had to do with that. I'm clueless, y'all. I'm clueless. 
So, but yeah, well, we're I just think like, it's also funny that you say that take as in like you, she doesn't have the luxury to see your life because yeah, I've been I'm on, I've, yeah, duh, <laughs> obviously, but like I have unfortunately been on the other side where I never was obsessed with like the ex, the whole TikTok trend of like the new girl, like the new girl like has consumed me very much in the sense that like I could probably tell you exactly where she went to high school, her siblings' names. I Zillow. Have, no, I'm kidding. Probably <laughs> I tend to, you know, like Instagram stalk them more than the, like my own ex. And so I, and I want every girl out there that is listening to this to realize like, it's okay. It's toxic. It's not toxic. It's not okay, but it's something that we do. And it's truly just because we're comparing ourselves. We're like, mm-hmm. what do they have that I don't, you know? And it's so, so bad for your mental because the thing is, like, they are never going to be you. At the end of the day, if they are prettier, anything, like, if if it's physical, if it's not physical and you think, oh, they're funnier than me, they're smarter than me, they're whatever they are, they are not you. And that mm-hmm. is what is so important to realize because basically like honestly I was really down bad a few months ago and Mm -hmm. I comparison is just the thief of joy I was so sad because I was just constantly I didn't care that they were together I didn't care that anything like that that they were hanging out I didn't care I just was like why her Mm -hmm. and you know we were kind of just talking about this and it's like you go through heartbreak the breaking up stage as one part of is one part of the heartbreak is that but genuinely for me I think the true heartbreak is the next girl gets the version of you I deserved and that's kind of what hurts me a little bit because I was like not only am I just comparing myself to this girl I'm like well why couldn't I get the love the trust the loyalty it's like it's like that that country song I got the boy she got the man and it's something just so real. Because you created the man. Yeah, like he, I, I built him. <laughs> yeah. Like I made that yes, man. Work. Like, I was little mama for a little bit. No, because I mean, you deal, you got in in your relationship. Like I mean, mine was like three years, and you know, you go. We we essentially grew up together because of college. Like you mature so much in college. You're dealing with so many coming of age Mm -hmm. issues almost you know and I mean ours our breakup was like kind of like post-grad long distance it wasn't really gonna work you know so it was like one of those issues that we couldn't overcome and like that's okay like those issues arrive and I have such a different life built the boy or like yeah you had the boy she had the man or whatever like I think at the end of the day and I actually think it's interesting too what you were saying when you were like stuck on comparing yourself to the girl I think sometimes I get more hurt by the similarities versus the differences like I would rather you like yeah I would rather you find like some skinny little blonde girl I'd be like she's hot (laughs) she's not me you know you have fun because I will never be that these sides are here to stay and my hair will always be dark yeah that's all I have to say but I think that like when it comes to that feeling I've really really felt that I said this on my TikTok too, so I'm comfortable saying this again, but for instance, they, as we speak, are flying to a location on a trip that like I did with him two years in a row. It holds so many memories, like literally play Deja Vu by Olivia Rodrigo 20 times and you'll understand my feelings. But I am like so caught up in that small fact, I think, because I don't want to assess that true feeling of like, okay, so now she gets she gets what to do I what yeah what <laughs> nurture yeah <laughs> and I think what I've been telling myself and again like for me I knew what was healthy was like yeah like she doesn't get to see like anything like that he doesn't get to see me their whole world doesn't get to see me even if it's just like one more hookup and they're done I don't care because my feeling of hurt was already the empty promises the fact I had to hear on a Friday night versus with some respect and the message you sent the next day it does not have to actually do with her yeah it could be anyone it could be a random hookup that like literally they weren't even friends I've never met the girl it's literally like all the different factors that surround it 
So that's really what's helped me like not obsess about like similarities and differences and more just wow that this situation is so disrespectful. I literally just have to pivot it again and again where like yeah I don't get this new version of him but he doesn't get me. And like by the way like I have already grown so much oh, and like yeah. anytime to be honest this is kind of a stereotype but also like the fact that females like kind of typically kind of you know work through it and then they're so strong it's like, that like we're you don't like get so them. down yeah. bad the first month <laughs> so and then like, they come back like three, yeah. four months later exactly and it's like true. that's so true it so it's like every time i think about it it's literally a fake it till i make it situation but i'm just like you know what he doesn't get me he could become the best version of himself and I could still have the capacity to find better. And that's like what holds me strong. And so it's less about like how he's doing because sometimes I'm like, oh wow, he's doing things that like I always wish he would do, like post on social media with me or something like that. But also with <laughs> but, that, it's yeah. like he might be a new version of himself and you might be a new version of yourself. Mm. But at the end of the day, something, because truly one of the things that hurt me most was how I said, you know, why does she get the version that I deserve? What if you find someone that you don't have to beg for? That's the whole you point. You don't have to yeah. beg for someone to give you that love and loyalty and all of that. Like everything that she might get, you won't have to, you know, go through all these tears to get, you know? It, yeah. Love should be easy. It shouldn't be this fight. It's, it, it really, love is like the one thing in this world that's free, I feel like. Yeah. And it's just, it should just be so easy and happy. And yeah, I mean, you're going to go through like some, some things in life with your mm -hmm. person. But I mean, ar some arguing is, is, is not going to be toxic. Like, Definitely. Like what we, you know, you shouldn't be breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together. Mm -hmm. It should be easy and I'm convinced everyone has their person out there. Yeah, that's just I have going to, to believe be easy that. With. I have to believe that. Like, I honestly am such a secret romantic when it comes to that. But like, Kim Kardashian says that she still believes that like her love is out there, and she's dealt with a lot of trauma. She has. So you know, that, that I think if Kim K can woman. still like have that romantic, but it, like, it's all energy. confidence with her yeah. too. I'm sure. Like, I I feel like she her heartbreaks are like a week, yeah. and she's like on to the next. That's fine like that's mm -hmm. a good way to I, I think as long as you're feeling that's kind Life of like a side point but like as long as you're allowing yourself to feel because like I've definitely opened up about this but sometimes like when I don't do that that's when I internalize things and it can be hard in the long run yeah but I also think that to an extent letting things go is such a peace of mind for you that that's actually a really strong aspect of healing it's not that you're always just oh i'm ignoring it i'm ignoring my feelings i'm just letting it go in a week whatever like when i first started healing i was able to like move forward and people ask me like how are you out of the house right now how are you smiling everything yeah. like that and i'm like because i pushed it aside and yes i'm still in pain i'm strong to be able to do this like it's not always toxic to just be like okay bye let it go it's like sometimes that's exactly what you need for yourself and i think it's super situational that's not a generalization i'd say with a breakup because it like depends on how the breakup was like how much you were disrespected how yeah. much like you need to unpack the closure you can find within yourself all of that but for me i think that was like a really powerful thing i did and i think it allowed me to do the same when i found out that information about that girl because i'm yeah. like okay yeah that's so messed up and that again disrespects my friendship again like how many more examples do i really need to see so i'm like okay i'm gonna do exactly what i did i'm not gonna be hard on myself that i'm restarting a little bit i'm pushing it into to the side because it doesn't deserve my energy in the slightest and that's why i'm pushing it aside and not because i'm toxic your, your you know? life doesn't stop just i mean yeah. heartbreaks suck and like even like for situationships like when you get sad like if we want to categorize that into heartbreaks mm -hmm. like when things they definitely are mess up mess you up like your your life doesn't stop like i always say like i get one day in bed mm -hmm. one day of like the tears watching whatever, watching someone great on, yeah. on netflix like you get one day of tears Gross one day food. and then you're still gonna be sad for a few more days weeks months whatever but like your life doesn't stop and the, honestly the best way is to distract yourself go to those activities mm -hmm. be with your friends because sometimes that's the one time like the only times you're not thinking about yeah. it and it's just distracting here you know they already took so much from you mm -hmm. don't let them take your future totally. like don't let them Take those fun nights out with friends, those wholesome nights. Live your true. life. Like, don't let them 
take any more than they have. Also off of that, I think that's so important for people to like fully internalize. Also just like being able to continue to live your life, it gives you so much perspective. Oh my gosh, I'm so lucky. Like being with friends and having these memories and being in this city and everything like that, that it allows you to have more power when you are in the silent moments. I, as all of you guys know, live alone. So obviously a sad moment is before bed. That's like the stereotypical breakup, mm -hmm. sad moment. Everyone's felt it if they've gone through a breakup. And so I always say like embrace the loneliness. The reason I'm able to embrace the loneliness is cause like I have so much going for me in my mm -hmm. life because I never stopped and neither like did you and we, move forward and we still have days where like, yeah, maybe we take the morning and we cancel that workout class because we just needed another day. Like yeah. another day happens, even though we're saying like, give yourself one day and move forward. Like it happens where it's just randomly like messes you up. That's okay too. Like there's no reason to judge yourself, but like the more that you can continue to like give yourself purpose and perspective, the more that those lonely moments start to make sense and you actually like find peace in them and you're like, oh wow, like one day I'm gonna look back and be like, this is a really kind of moment of growth in my life and I'm really proud of myself and I love being alone and all of that. And so, yeah, that's all you can really say. And I think it's like going off of that too, like so many people when they like break up are heartbroken, they're always like, I, how can I live without him? Like, how am I gonna go on without him? Like mm -hmm. I probably have been that dramatic and been like I can't live without him I am living yeah <laughs> I am living like you will live without them like it, it you keep breathing like the yeah. life goes on and the longer that you even even if you're no contact but the longer you entertain talking about the situation you're still entertaining the situation mm -hmm. you know so just the the quicker and I'm not saying like get over it in a week like it could take a year but the longer that you kind of entertain it the longer it's still in the back of your mind like mm -hmm. just live and have fun and life is just too short to just be caught up in the past like Definitely. look at the future and I think that when I am like looking at from what we talked about before too and I think it kind of has a similar kind of vibe to this conversation but when you do entertain it, let's say like when you're talking to your friends like and you need advice and you're just feeling like your healing is kind of taking a standstill and that's completely normal and like all of that too, that doesn't mean you entertain them. And that's no. a lesson that I've learned. It's like, okay, I can post on TikTok how many days I want. It's my life about this healing journey and about this relationship because I know that like my advice can help others and that's 100%. more of a power for that's me. That's why we're still talking but, about like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like at the end of the day, like that doesn't mean, and this is Lexi's quote, like that you can make yourself readily available. And I think that like, because we are very caring individuals, like we've had a lot of struggles with making ourselves instantly readily available. And like, I think there's like a happy balance to like, if you are in a kind of, I feel like you guys kind of like respect each other's friendship. So you have a different ability to do that. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't think I can be that way for him anymore, which is like really sad for me, but like I would have, but I think, yeah, definitely too. it is. So I think it depends, but I think just making sure that you, you said, just always have that path forward yeah. and just know that like the more that you focus on yourself, the more you'll be prepared for whatever moment comes back that yeah. you see them in a bar and you hear about a girl or they come back or whatever it may be. It's the answer to everything yeah. is working on yourself. It's and cliche, but true. In those situations, like you can miss them and still choose to move on. Like mm -hmm. it's kind of like when you're reading a book, like they're just a past chapter. Like don't go reread the chapter. Just just know it's there. And no, and just, you don't have time to reread chapters. Yeah, you, we gotta go to the next. We gotta read the next book. You know, we gotta read yeah, the next chapter. We gotta get a book club going. Yeah, the roster. <laughs> the roster is your book club. So read ah, the next that's chapter. So good. Read the next chapter and just miss the old one, miss the old chapter. I typically don't really cut off the combo, but I feel like we could go on. We could, we could honestly talk, this could be like a two hour special. Like two, two wait, what? Like we what? unpack Two day hangover, like two day heartbreak, two days of talking like advice, like 
toxic no, I, I think that, like I think that the best thing to do is like talk as you're going through it because like that's when you learn the most about how you're actually feeling so I think it's always powerful but like feel free to DM me and just like any different perspectives and I can always like we can continue on it yeah and if you ever get DMs that you want to talk yeah. to me about like feel free here's my like my plug my new my new future business yeah okay so before we go because this is important and we are independent women as we've been saying, even if we do have a man. And one thing about you is obviously like your independence in that way and like being able to put it together. And we've kind of talked about how sometimes that can be kind of a little bit draining, like if you don't get that in return. Yeah. But one thing you always like give people is like showing your love is like you still come through with that planning and you still come through with like helping people in that way yeah and I do too it's kind of like a love language honestly it's like planning for people our itinerary yeah (laughs) they're crazy (laughs) but but okay so explain in really simple language for me exactly like what brought you to be able to like have such a great control of your finances yeah because I really think it's important to like talk about it as woman I don't really talk about my career a lot on TikTok because I like to keep them really separate yeah but we're both like very career driven and both in we're both gonna be CEOs yeah we both are for sure and maybe I dare I say girl bossing (laughs) we literally have a group chat named girl bosses yeah because we met at a girl boss convention all very well we didn't meet there there, but we bonded Fun fact. At a girl boss convention. This is true. This is true. So anyway, but anyways, explain yes. because I just think even if you don't care, I think it's really important to hear. Yeah. Love this question, honestly. So I grew up, um, my mom had me really young and we lived with my Jaju and Busha, um, my grandma and grandpa. And um, we lived with them until I was like 11 or 12 and then, you know, moved in with Um, my stepdad and I grew up very differently than I live now so uh, I'm from Chicago literally when I was living with my grandparents we lived in like a two flat so they had rent they rented out the Mm -hmm. upstairs so honestly my Jaju was like on his shit when he came back (laughs) when he came here from Poland like he knew like okay money maker I'm gonna have a house and like I'm gonna rent the upstairs too so yeah so I just I grew up very I would say like middle lower class so didn't have anything very extravagant but it's funny looking back at my childhood and like looking at my like siblings childhood now like very different but when you're a kid like you don't know what's out there so Mm -hmm. like I never felt like lower in Mm -hmm. any sense you know I went to high school and when you're in high school and you're picking your college I didn't want to go to like the state school that all my friends were kind of going to and everyone from my high school was going to I wanted you know I I really wanted a lot for myself right Mm -hmm. away you know I never wanted anything to hold me back and especially money and so at 18 years old I took out a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars in loans and uh, thank you government for letting me stupidly honestly do that and if anyone ever needs tips on student loans I have learned a lot from those and so yeah took out took out a lot of loans and I went to UW-Madison and I don't regret it at all I would take it out again just to go there and even in those loans I wanted to join a sorority and took out money to be in a sorority so I my parents were like we got you here if you are gonna go to college like this is your 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 drive now you know like this mm-hmm. is this is your your party something very important to me was I never was gonna let money hold me back and so in that I did not I, I wanted a very different life for myself and so I had to become very financially aware mm-hmm. and so that's kind of where I went with that and now fast forward to what I do to stay kind of like financially aware and like stay this I want everyone that listens to this to open up a high yield savings account I don't know why they don't teach you this in college I don't know like they it's like they people don't want you to be financially stable but if you have a savings account it is no different than opening up a high yield savings account 
and getting money every month in interest. They don't like to see us winning. They don't want us to win. <laughs> so personally, I have the Marcus Goldman Sachs. Oh, they do. Yeah, I got her on it. But you can literally put $100 in there. You can put a bajillion dollars in there. Whatever amount of money you want to put in. And it takes a day to transfer from your savings to this. It's just an app on your phone. You, it doesn't cost any money to have it. It's just a savings account. This should so, be a partnership. Yeah. You know, yes. um, at Goldman Sachs, uh, if you want me don't to be an influencer. Yeah, don't use this unless you pay us. Yeah, you, you please pay me. No, seriously. It's, it's literally one thing that you can do for, like, your finances that it's just going like, to give you some money back. So, like, right now, the interest yield, which you don't need to, like, know the definition of that, is, like, 4%. So, all the money that I have in my account, I make 4% of that every month so one thing if you learn anything to just start your finance journey by opening up a high yield savings account also something that i do that i think has really helped me budget my bills is i get paid every two fridays so i take that paycheck and i divide it into like the different sectors that i pay for so i always will put um, like a certain amount into my savings account that gets transferred to that Marcus and then I have I have two checking checking accounts and this a savings account in my like US bank and The second savings account is for my loans. That's just directly connected to my loans So sometimes I feel like I don't even pay my loans because I just like mm -hmm. put some money in that account and then it gets just put into the SoFi loan yeah, and then the smartest thing that I've done is my rent payment. So say your rent payment is $1,000. I will take $500 from my first paycheck and $500 from my second paycheck and I put that in like just a little like saving the savings in my bank, not the Marcus, but like the savings in my bank. So then on the day you pay your rent, mm -hmm. you just take it. So you don't, because I feel like sometimes people are like, yeah, my whole first paycheck goes to like my rent, my utilities, mm -hmm. all of that. And then I use my second paycheck. And once, once I started dividing my paychecks, like half and half between my bills, I felt like I had more of like a steady flow and I had more in my checking as I like continued yeah, like that's living. Like sometimes I'll put like a certain amount towards my credit card bill. It's you also know? a mindset shift. Yeah. Cause then you're like, okay, I have this much now, this much next. And then instead of having like $0 in your checking account for the first 15 days until you mm -hmm. get that second paycheck you have money at kind of like at yeah. all points of the month. So those, yeah, so basically like splitting my paychecks, the high yield savings account, those are two things. Also a Roth IRA, super important. You can, I think, put up to $6,000 in a year. It is separate from a 401k because of like tax differences and stuff. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll open up a Roth IRA okay. for you, Hannah. But yeah, those are just like a few things that like if you, I also, this is just really important to me because I never want, I never want to rely on anyone for my finances, you know, and it, it's funny that I like say this too because sometimes when I like, when I'm in a conversation at a bar with a boy and I like tell them where I work and like, I feel like it's almost like a mindset shift for them, like, I, I like am I too confident like too independent for them like if I yeah, some can't said I was that. like in a different position like would they like like me better but yeah anyways I was, love that, that, I love when guys say misogynistic comments like that to yeah, me because it's super fun they take the door yeah immediately. goodbye <laughs> like, get, there's get not an, there is not an easier way to give me can the I egg. get the bill yeah <laughs> literally but yeah I just think it's really important especially like as women know your finances and like just don't you never want to rely the love of your life could not be the love of your life the next day yeah. and just always have like your own accounts and your own finances because you never you, ne you never want to rely on your someone own taxes and all that. I love that I think honestly that goes really well with what we were talking about too it just like sums it up because it's like also just finding little ways to create that sort of independence I guess logistically and also kind of physically as well is just as important as mentally because you're yeah. like moving that path forward and so I know that I need to be 
a little more accountable, but that's a huge goal of mine as I moved to New York. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm making this like essentially technically fiscally irresponsible decision to be moving to like a very expensive city when I'm not like exactly where I like should be in my career to pay that. But it's, it's like, great. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's a return on investment for my mental well being mm-hmm. and for new experiences, which for me is like so much more important. That's a whole nother subject. But like, Beyond that, I also have to match it with, like, fiscally responsible decisions when we're talking, like, straight by the books. So, it's really important, and I think that, like, even if you just take one takeaway from that, I learned a lot just now, (laughs) honestly. Wait, I have one more. Oh, what? Credit cards. Build your credit. Oh, God. But pay off your credit card every month. 100% and unless you can't if you can't pay it off every month don't get a credit card but if you can get a credit card and points credit cards oh my god I fly for free all the time Lexi's got the bill I yeah you (laughs) she's always got the bill literally can I get the bill I will pay when all my friends and I go out to dinner I will put my card down get those miles like Anytime I my card your friends are gonna Venmo you your friends are gonna sell you your friends are gonna give the money back there we go. <laughs> Again, finance talk. You can have a pun too. <laughs> See, <laughs> you could do really well with the finance bro. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you have a lot to talk about. Um, oh, you're I would an investment banker. Like yeah, yeah, what you're saying is really interesting. Do you have a but, Roth IRA? Yeah. Lexi, on the other hand, she can really do well there. But okay, well, so if there's one other thing to end this with, everyone tell Lexi to also move to New York really soon versus later. Um, at my job and also beyond that thanks for listening if you're still here and also please rate no matter what that also like really helps I research that more and more and more about like above what you can do and everything share with your friends this is still like a new project to me I think mentally so it's super fun having such a close friend on and being able to talk about it and have an exciting guess that some of you Austin people might know next week as well so it'll be great oh my god who <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> but I hope you have a great week we're gonna go watch Joe Burrow and yeah my husband is on TV <laughs> um our husband I've been celibate for two and a half we're months, um, and a half we're months. sister wives yeah um with probably many other women in America um I'm actually a Jimmy for, G girl but yeah yeah Jimmy G is beautiful um as well um but yeah Joseph Lee Burrow is um... <laughs> okay. That's all. <laughs> Bye, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for next week. If you enjoyed the episode, please be sure to review and share with your people. It means the world to me. Check me out on Instagram and TikTok. So excited to continue this journey with you all.